Bavakama, Perik Dalid, Mishnah Ches, 4.8, and we continue to discuss with one more Mishnah the halachas that pertain to the Shor Haniskal, an animal which uh, killed a human being, a Jew, intentionally, and now has to be executed. So the Pasuk says, Sakol Yisakel Hashor, the cow will certainly be stoned, Veloyeachel Es Besaro, and its flesh, its flesh shall not be eaten. Now, typically, lo yeachel, should not be eaten, actually tips you off to being also an iser hanah, but not always. Iser hanah being any benefit at all. It's prohibited, um, but not always. So, our mission is going to basically say there's two different stages. That's what the Baratunar learns, two essential stages. Before the cow was convicted, so there's a mitzvah d'oraisa to bring it to the bezdin, and, you know, do the procedure. But if one essentially is mavatla mitzvah asa, he cheats the system, and instead of bringing it to Bezdin, he quickly, you know, does shechita on his cow, then the cow, he is dead, he could actually eat it, make a barbecue, and he could eat his the cow, which was the murderous cow. Um, he was mavatla mitzvah asa, but the cow was permitted to be eaten. After the cow has been um, judged, convicted, if you will, in the Bezdin, so now it has to be executed according to the Bartanur, and most Roshonim, at that point, it becomes asr bahana. Uh, forbidden to get any benefit from the cow, including eating, but other benefit as well. Although the Pasuk says, Lo yachel, don't um, eat it. So you might say, well, how do you know that um, other restrictions apply? So the bartender speaks out that since it says, so you stone the cow, and then lo yachel, it can't be eaten. So the truth is, says the bartender, listen, if you're stoning the cow, that means it's a nevela, it didn't get proper shechita. And of course you can't eat it. So what's it coming to add? To tell us that even if you tried to kosherize the convicted cow by slaughtering it in a shechita halachic way, still it cannot be eaten. Okay, it's asr bahana regardless. Okay, so that's the second stage. And according to Bartonur, there's just two basic stages. Once it's convicted, it has to be brought um, to be executed by by skila, and already it's asr bahana. It stops being mamun bailam, the person who owns it no longer owns it anymore, and has no like financial rights, economic rights in it whatsoever. Now the mission says inside... Once the cow has already been convicted of having killed a Jew intentionally, and now it's being brought out for stoning. If the owners attempt to try to consecrate it, meaning to give it to the base of Mikdash, to make it consecrated as base of Mikdash property, it's simply not consecrated because it's not his anymore. It's not only in Balam, it's not being his. When the Torah made it Asr Bahana, it essentially took all the economic rights away from the, current, the erstwhile owner. Shechato besaro asur. And if he went and tried to like sort of shech the cow prior to being stoned, still the flesh is forbidden because, uh, like I said before, um, everybody says it's it's explicitly says it can't be eaten, and it's going to add even if it's not stoned, but simply uh, shech in a kosher way. However, vim ad shalo nigmar dino If prior to the cow being Sentist, convicted, if you will, in the Bezdin. Um, so if before that happens, the Isra Hanazan kicked in, and therefore if Higdishu um, Valav, if the owner is consecrated animal, dedicating to the base of Mikdash, giving to the base of Mikdash as a, as a property, then Mukdash, it is indeed consecrated. I mean, it's effective because before it's convicted, the cow is still Mamun and it belongs to the owners. The owners, although they'd be, again, sort of circumventing the Mitzvah of carrying out this din of, of stoning the cow, but it's still there and it's effective, so it becomes hectish. Now, just just to make something sure something's clear here, a technical point. Typically, you know, hectish comes in two basic varieties. It can be what's called um, 
Kedushas HaGuf, like intrinsic Kedusha, and Kedushas Damim, what I call extrinsic Kedusha. Literally means Kedusha Dam, like the value is consecrated. The difference being, if something has Kedushas HaGuf, intrinsic Kedusha, there's no way to be podi. You can't like redeem the Kedusha off of it. Whereas if it has Kedushas Damim, it just, the value is, is consecrated. So then um, there is a way to sort of transfer the Kedusha through a pigeon. You can transfer it from one item to another item. Typically, when one consecrates an item which could go on the Mizbech, and go on an altar. So we're talking cows, goats, sheep, oil, wine, flour, frankincense, and wood. Probably that's the whole list, or very close to the whole list. So if one consecrates those things, the assumption is that's going in the base of Migdash, it's getting Kedushas Haguf, intrinsic Kedusha. In the case here of the cow, a cow that is a murderous cow uh, is not allowed to be brought as an offering. And therefore, even if a person consecrates it, he's consecrating it just with Kedushas Damim, as, as Bedeka Bias, as you know, property for the base of English to essentially to, to use or liquidate, not to win them as bear. And therefore, um, though the the gizbar, the treasure of the base of Mikdash, might take this cow now, put on the cow's, you know, you know, eBay website, auction it off or with Sotheby's or something, get the money and use it for something else. That's not that would be allowed. And the cow would be sort of totally um, you know, deconsecrated. Okay. The imshachato, if the if the owner of the cow, before the cow is, I'll call it convicted in the court, if he's shechato, if he slaughters it with a ritual slaughter, regular kosher shechita, then besaro mutar, again, he's mavatal mitzvah ase, but notwithstanding, now the cow has been slaughtered, it was mutar bahana because it hadn't been convicted, now he has essentially meat for a barbecue, and the meat that for the barbecue is mutar to eat, and he's allowed to eat that.